Have you ever wondered what happened to Quentin Tarantino and his never-before-released NFTs? Or were you wondering what happened to the Constitution and the DAO that tried to purchase it? And have you ever wondered how much money they raised for the Notre Dame Cathedral roof that burned down several years ago? Well, you're in the right place because we're going to cover all of that and more right here, right now on the cryptocracy. Welcome back, Cryptocrats. We are super excited to be back. Um, we've got another cryptocurrent for you today. Uh, this is kind of the aftermath of some of the things that have already that we've already covered in some previous cryptocurrents, specifically um, with the Quentin Tarantino NFT and with the Constitution NFT. So we're gonna we're gonna cover both of those today. Uh, Crypto Corey is here with me. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Great to be back. So let's jump right into this. What what's up with the um, what's up with these NFTs? What what's the what's the aftermath of of these two things? Yeah. Two so events? if you remember, we were really excited about the fact that Quentin Tarantino was going to release these uh, seven NFTs of previously unseen scenes from Pulp Fiction. Um, I don't know if you remember or not, but I made a prediction at uh, at uh, how much I thought that these would sell for. Do you, do you remember what that was? Uh, you just said like a couple million dollars, or at least one million. Yeah, I I, I, I figured that they would go for at least a million dollars, but so far they've gone for zero. It turns out that Miramax, uh, the company that owns the rights to Pulp Fiction, so let me back up. Uh, Quentin Tarantino has limited use rights on Pulp Fiction. He does have some rights to the the content. But Miramax is arguing that he does not have the rights to release these NFTs and attach them to the Pulp Fiction name. So I don't know the, the legal details, whether or not he could release an NFT at all and then say, hey, this NFT is not Pulp Fiction, wink, wink, and have people buy it anyways. Or if they're uh, not letting him release the content at all, they say that his rights do not extend to NFTs um, because I, I guess if you looked at it, NFTs really didn't exist in a in a common form uh, twenty years ago, or maybe it might even be thirty years ago. I think I want to say it was ninety four when um, Pulp Fiction came out, so NFTs weren't a thing back then. Um, so his rights couldn't have been extended to specifically to NFTs in his contract. Also, we thought that when, when they said uh, these were never before released scenes, that it was something that they had filmed and then had cut from the film. And it turns out that it's just uh, never before released scenes in script form. So he was going to make an NFT out of the script. Um, still a, a little bit exciting, but probably not as cool as if it would was actually a like video. an actual little video. Yeah, like that a, you can invite your friends over and say, "Hey, I have, or something." Have one of these Quentin Tarantino NFTs that nobody else has seen because they're encrypted and only I can watch them. Come over to my house and I'll show them to you. Um, you know, you can't you you can't do that with a script. I guess you could read it to your friends. So I guess uh, that's on hold. I'm a little bit sad that he wasn't able to to produce these and sell them because I think it would have been great for. Um, NFTs and uh, the public awareness around them. So it, we'll we'll keep an eye on that and see if he actually uh, wins against Miramax or if he just drops it. Okay, so this is kind of like a gray area because NFTs never existed. They don't know if yeah. the law covers it or not. 
kind uh, of thing. So are they like going to court then or how, what is, what's, how is this playing out? So I don't know. I, he just got, as far as I know, he got a cease and desist uh, order or a letter from them saying, hey, we're going to sue you. You can't release this. And my guess is he probably won't try to fight it um, to, to move forward uh, unless he thinks that he has a clear shot at winning. So it's it's kind of an intellectual property uh, rights uh, question. Just based on what I read, I would find it hard to believe that he'd be able to wiggle out of it and claim that he has rights to the NFTs. But but there might be some some other argument that parallels uh, his ability to use it any way that that he chooses. So I yeah I don't know. Hmm. Well, that's too bad. Yeah, I, it's, it's kind of sad. I I wish this you know I wish this was more exciting, but it's it's not. Yeah. It's kind of sad. But I think, I don't know, it's important, like, maybe it will, either way, it's going to influence the way NFTs are done in terms of media, like movies and stuff. Because now, whatever happens, maybe they go to court and Quentin Tarantino wins, and now limited use rights and laws have to incorporate whether directors can have well, you NFTs bring up- or not, or... You, you- Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. you you bring up a really good point. So this brings in the legal side of digital rights, di- digital property rights, and it's a it's actually a growing field. Um, I listened to an attorney talk about it uh, the other day that said that this field is actually exploding, and that he expects that there will be a need for more attorneys to move into this space to help uh, advise their their clients on what they can and can't do, or help clients protect their digital rights, which which would extend to uh, NFTs. So regardless of the outcome, I think it's going to help set the tone for for people when they do enter into a contract where they have some intellectual property that they want to protect their right to the NFTs or the, the parent company like Miramax might, might want to say, hey, you can have the rights to these things, but we want to hold the rights to the NFTs of, of each of the characters of these films. And I, and I think that you'll see that going forward, that you might start seeing um, especially in like a, a a cartoon where where those characters could easily transfer to NFTs, um, seeing uh, NFT rights be addressed specifically in in contracts. Hmm. Well, that's pretty cool. That's the exciting part, I think. I mean, it's kind of sad that this this whole auction didn't didn't work out. I was gonna place a bid on it actually. Yeah, me, me too. You uh, like a hundred dollars? I don't. I, <laughs> I'd have gotten a little it, higher. Yeah, I don't think it would go anywhere, but yeah, not many people say they could. They would have bid on. Anyways, that's totally beside the point. Um, but yeah, let's move on to let's talk about the Constitution. This is something we mentioned last time in our our la- I think it was our last crypto current. Yeah. Uh, so this one, another uh, sad story. Mm-hmm. So the, the Constitution DAO, uh, Distributed Autonomous Organization, is what DAO stands for, if you didn't listen to our last cryptocurrent on it. And so a couple of good things came out of it, I think, and uh, a sad thing. So uh, some individuals to put together a DAO, and in 72 hours, they raised $47 million dollars to buy the constitution that was going up for auction at Sotheby's. And prior to this, they were estimating that the uh, constitution, the the copy, a rare copy of the constitution is one of only 13 surviving from an original printing of 500 that were uh, circulated uh, at the time that they were trying to get the constitution ratified. So they printed up 500 copies and distributed them to, 
uh, different people throughout the colonies, um, uh, you know, prior to this vote, and only 13 survived today. Only two are in uh, private hands, and this happened to be one of the two. So the estimate was that it was going to sell between 15 and 20 million. And instead um, of going for 15 or 20 million, what happened was uh, Ken Griffin, uh, I think he's the one that had a company that Wall Street Bets was uh, uh, with with AMC. Yeah, yeah, he oh, lost. It wasn't AMC. It was GameStop. It was GameStop. Yeah, it was GameStop. And they lost a ton, like billions of dollars. They lost billions of dollars because they were trying to short the market. Yeah, and... they got caught in a short squeeze. And for those of you who don't know what a short squeeze is, it's where there's so many shorts out there that it's impossible to buy enough stock to cover your position. And they uh, ended up losing uh, quite a bit of money. I want to say it was like to the tune of. Like a billion. Yeah, I, I want to say it was a, it, at least a billion. It, it was a pretty, pretty ugly uh, deal that went on. And and somehow the Wall Street bets people and crypto people have kind of gotten lumped in the same category. And while I think our interests overlap a bit, I wouldn't say that, that they are the same group at all. Regardless, uh, Ken Griffin himself is a, um, he's anti-crypto. And so I can't believe that. That's unreal. <laughs> you can't believe that a billionaire would be anti-crypto. Yeah. Yeah. So um he he came in and basically, you know, flipped off the crypto community and said, I will outbid you no matter what. So uh we expected it to go for 20 million. They raised 47 million, and he ended up paying, I think it was uh 43.2 million dollars for a 20 million dollar copy of the constitution, uh, just to make sure that the crypto uh group didn't get it. So he didn't even want it, or maybe he did. I don't know. Oh, he just he mostly wanted to just. I yeah. It, I'm I'm pretty sure it was it was. I'm not going to let these crypto people have it. I mean, I I can't read his mind, so it's not fair for me to to put thoughts in in his mind. But I I would say if if you if I had to make a bet, I would say that's why he did it. So oh, what a guy! Yeah. I w- I wish I had forty eight million dollars to to throw away to say screw you to somebody i didn't like well i mean you know he, he's a billionaire and you know we, how we feel about billionaires he was there bidding without his shirt on and you <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah he probably was yep um so on a horse so the, what, what what good came out of it i i want all of you who are who are listening to this to stop for a minute and pause and think about how this came about this uh originally we talked about that they were going to uh, make the constitution an NFT and fractionalize the ownership. And that's what their original intention was. They quickly backed away from that because they were afraid that they were going to get into trouble with the SEC and that the SEC could come in and and hammer them for creating a security. Now there's a, um, there's a, a kind of almost a gray area, although I don't think it's gray. I think it's pretty black and white, but, but the way they felt about it was that they were in a gray area because if people thought that they were coming in to buy this for the sole purpose of making a profit, then they could be considered uh, a security. However, there are plenty of instances where joint purchase of a piece of property is allowed, and that is not a security. And so the question is, would their NFTs be considered a security or would it be considered, hey, we're just a bunch of people who are just purchasing this together? And they didn't feel like they had enough time to answer that question in the 72 hours, so they backed off. And the only thing that people got from donating to this, this DAO was the uh, the ability to have a token, a governance token that allowed them to help vote on what was to be done with the Constitution once, once they were able to um, acquire it. And so I think that they had a little bit of trouble at, at the outset. Um, 
with the with the ability to not tokenize it because of, because of fear of what the SEC would do. But but just think about what they did in seventy two hours. Even though they weren't tokenizing it, it said it right there on their website. I went and checked it out after we did the uh, after we had DeFi Dave on talking about that mm-hmm. for their for our cryptocurrency. Um, it says in very big letters, you are getting no ownership of this. And still they raised $47 million. What other organization, uh, maybe other than a GoFundMe that... Or a shirtless billionaire. Yeah. That, uh, a GoFundMe that went viral that was trying to raise money for a group has ever raised $47 million. Well, didn't the... The Notre Dame Cathedral. Remember when the roof burned down or whatever? Yeah, I don't. I don't ago? remember how much they raised. I don't remember either. But so like that could be totally. Not. But it, but it usually takes a big event that goes viral uh, through through normal channels uh, for people to start donating, and you'll hear, uh, yeah, we raised a million dollars for these firefighters, or we raised a you know a million dollars for this family who lost everything, or we raised a million dollars for this person's uh, defense, or or you know different things like that. $47 million in 72 hours with people who were just enthusiastic about seeing a DAO uh, be able to get a copy of the Constitution. And I think that in and of itself is amazing and tells you what the power of DAOs are going to be in the future and and how strong the crypto community actually is. So uh, they, they raised $835 million for Notre Dame. That's okay. a lot. So that's so Notre Dame. Yeah, Notre Dame wins. Kind of blows us out of the water. But yeah. Oh, sorry. I don't know if any of you could have heard what uh, uh, Spencer Anderson, our our producer, said. But he said that they raised eight hundred and thirty-five million dollars for Notre Dame, which is a lot. Which, which a lot is a lot more than forty-seven million. Yes. But I mean, that's a that's. But a, that was like what you're saying. A that was a big landmark. Worldwide landmark. It was big news. All the billionaires got in there. They donated their money. Yes. Kind of a little bit different. Yeah. So um, let's see what happens with the next uh, interesting uh, piece of history that goes up for auction that a DAO wants to buy. You know, Ken Griffin can't keep can't buy everything. Yeah. At some point, I think we can we can beat him. Hopefully. I wanna I wanna beat him now. So. All right. Well, that's all we've got for today. That's all we've got for this cryptocurrency, short and sweet for you. Um, So until next time, stay cryptic.